Hello, welcome to a new episode of Nothing with Eileen podcast. I am so glad to have you guys back for a new episode this week. Um, but before we get into it, I just want to mention it is very, very hot in the UK right now. Like, it's just too much. I mean, I know we shouldn't be complaining. We hardly get this weather. It's nice and lovely. But if there was a little bit of, you know, I feel like it's just so humid. Like, I feel that heat constantly and all the time. I've showered like maybe five times in the past three, four days. It's just too much. Um, but make sure you're drinking plenty because you'll be dehydrated. Don't forget to drink your water, your fluid, orange juice, whatever you like. But um, be out there in the sunshine because I think we are going to be having some rain next week. I think this is kind of the last week that we're going to be having such a nice weather. And then it goes back to the normal UK. So, you know, raining, cold. Also, if you hear any background noise, my window is open. You might hear birds or people. Or I think there was just people shouting, etc. So apologies in advance. Um, but anyway, before we get off topic too much, let's do our little disclaimer now everything on this podcast is for informational purposes only it does not constitute or establish any kind of patient client relationship always use your due diligence and do your own researches now i'm going to do a topic on wound care it's going to be a short episode um it's just stuff i've learned so far so i wanted to share it obviously but just remember that i'm no specialist in wound care like i'm not a tvn or um, a dermatologist or a skin specialist or anything like that so I'm just going to talk about the type of dressings what wound care is based on what I've researched and um, put it kind of in my own words and share some dressings that have been my favorites and what I've found what works and what doesn't work etc so that's what we're going to get into today um, I hope you enjoy the episode and I hope it does give you some piece of information that will help you in your own clinics so here we go because there was definitely stuff that I didn't know before that I learned recently <laughs> yeah let's get into it so wound care I've been finding has been increasingly popular nowadays um it's definitely like that in primary care because I work in primary care I'm not so sure about secondary care obviously because I don't work there but I'm sure it's been busy as well with wound care wound care is such a a big issue in primary care definitely I mean I see wounds on a daily basis and there are some things I enjoy and some things I don't <laughs> so just for the definition of wound care according to research wounds are defined as injury to living tissue caused by a cut blow or other impact typically one in which the skin is cut or broken and there are four different types of wounds so abrasions is the first one abrasions are usually the result of like a rub or a scrape on a rough surface it's kind of like skinning your knee on the playground or scratching your elbow on a brick wall so that's the kind of wounds that abrasions are lacerations lacerations are obviously cuts slices or tears in the skin punctures obviously self-explanatory where you puncture your, your skin and avulsions is a typical wound where forcible tearing off of the skin or another part of the body happens anytime like layers of the skin have been torn off to expose muscles tendons or tissue it's called an avulsion now these are really interesting because i never actually went into the f different types of wounds so when i was researching i was like oh okay <laughs> um anyway there are five principles of wound care um they include wound assessment 
so you're assessing the wound and then you get to cleansing the wound as the second one the third one timely dressing change the fourth one is selection of appropriate dressings and then the fifth one is just assessing um, antibiotic use whether this wound needs any antibiotics or if you think it's infected then do they need any um, urgent like cover antibiotics to commence let's go into some steps that you need to follow when you're doing your wound care so let's elaborate those principles so step one you wash your hands clean obviously um, and then step two you assess the wound if there's any bleeding you stop the bleeding first so apply pressure to the wound do not use a clean cloth or bandage you should also raise the wound area above the heart level if it's possible as this can help you use gravity to stop blood flow to the wound area step three then you clean the wound and then step four would be applying a barrier ointment i.e i use cavalon as a good one but i know there are other brands and ointments that you can use as a barrier step five then you need to protect the wound with a sterile dressing and secure it in a place with a bandage preferably with a non-adhesive badly and then step six is changing the dressing so the dressing should be changed at least once a day um, if it's a heavily exuding wound obviously um, and when you're changing the dressing you need to make sure you wash your hands ahead of time clean the wound carefully secure the sterile bandage while you're changing the dressing evaluate the healing process and see if a doctor needs to come and look at it just to assess if they have any yellow discharge or it appears red in color or there are signs of abnormal wound healing or infection then they need to probably trial antibiotics step seven is observing their symptoms so ask the patient on every appointment how are they generally feeling are they getting any stinging pain or any sensations where you touch around the wound are their sensations normal are they getting any temperatures things like that so you know just ask these questions in view of signs of infection are they having pain odor thick or yellow discharge any darkening of the skin on the surrounding of the wound wound so obviously there are all signs of abnormal wound healing and getting in the way um, so that should be evaluated also by a doctor right away to have the appropriate medication issued and always remember to take a swab as well even if they are going to start antibiotics just to confirm the infection of what's growing and always follow the guidelines and use evidence-based practice. A few of the guidelines I use are NICE, BNF, Wounds UK, and I also have a great book which explains wound care in detail. It's from Active, Active Hill, Active Hill, Active Hill, I'll double check, um, but I'll go into that later as well. I also just want to point out some of my favorite primary dressings. Um, so the primary dressings are obviously the ones that you put on top of the wound first um things like iodine or etc just to protect the wound from the the secondary dressing and also if we start with inidine now inidine is a very very popular primary dressing it goes way back i mean there's a long history with the inidine so i think according to research they said that inidine has been starting way back in the 1980s and it's an excellent antimicrobial dressing that's been available in many countries and people have been using it to heal wounds 
happens quicker now in iodine dressings what they do is they slowly release something called iodine on contact with wound exudate and that provides antimicrobial killing action on the wound surface now this non-adherent dressing releases iodine at the rate dependent on the amount of wound exudate sometimes when you remove the dressing of um, inidine you would notice that the color is white and that just means like the inidine has released its iodine onto the wound now this is not indicated for use on patients with known iodine hypersensitivity so patients with severe renal impairment on the newborn child in pregnancy or in lactating mothers as there are possible effects with elevated serum iodine levels on the fetus or neonate apparently according to research so once inodine is applied directly on to a recently cleansed wound so you have to clean the wound first to then apply it it then has the ability to absorb some of the moisture or blood and exudate from the wound as the iodine is used up like i said the dressing loses color and becomes white and you can keep it on for up to seven days i believe inodine is appropriately used for like ulcerative wounds or um, you can use it for a prevention of infection in minor burns or minor traumatic skin loss injuries and in heavily exuding wounds or heavily infected wounds it may also be used in conjunction with like systemic antibiotics now i also love using adaptic touch as a dressing and they are usually like designed as a primary wound contact layer for use in management of dry to heavily exuding partial for thickness chronic wounds so things like venous ulcers or diabetic ulcers traumatic and surgical wounds and first or second degree burns it protects regenerating tissue by minimizing wound trauma dressing changes it's an excellent primary dressing that is one of my favorites as well now some of my favorite secondary dressings include number one aquacell foams aquacell foams are brilliant for even heavy exuding wounds they it does not allow like it has like a silicone outer layer and it has a foam in the middle so anything like fluid or exudate is not passed onto the patient's clothes or onto the outside so it keeps it in there and then um, you just need to frequently change it it's very very good dressing and then number two is alevin dressing alevin is also a very good dressing to absorb exudate day number three is me pour so i use me pour if the wound is like slightly drying out if there's a small closed open area um then i would put a primary dressing and then this one the me pour for light exuding wounds it's a very good one and a lot of the me pour dressings are used you might see on like post knee replacements or post surgeries it's a very popular dressing also number four is biotane i love biotane i think there was something about not using it on diabetic patients I'm not sure but you might want to research that and number five is Mepilex dressings I love Mepilex dressings like they stay on really well um, we have the total adhesive ones and they are waterproof so most of these dressings are waterproof except for the Mepore, um that you can't get wet but yeah they're really convenient and excellent in absorbing exudate okay so lastly i just want to quickly touch base on the silver dressings 
Now, you might see Aquacell Ribbon Silver, Atraman AG, you might see Aquacell AG, things that contain silver in the dressings. Now, they may be used as a primary or secondary dressing to manage like minimal, moderate or heavy exuding wounds. And they can also be used under compressions as well. But the only thing, when I started in primary care, I learned about this. I didn't know it before in secondary care for some odd reason. But you can't use silver dressings on infected wounds. Silver's beneficial for the first few days or weeks after, like, non-silver dressings should be used instead. For clean wounds and closed surgical incisions, it has no benefit, but just make sure you don't use it on infection. So the dressings that do contain silver are topical antimicrobial dressings, but they shouldn't be used once there's an infection. They can be used to prevent or treat infections, but never use it on infection. While the silver ion has a great antimicrobial property, according to research in their own words, it is also toxic to fibroblasts when present in high concentration. So it can like lead to impaired wound healing. And according to research, silver is contraindicated in neonates, in pregnancy, in patients with significant renal or hepatic impairment, um, and those who have sensitivity obviously to the um so yes that is coming to the end of the episode now but before we do go i just want to say to make sure that you always read about wounds it's a very interesting thing and keep up to date with your trainings it's your responsibility as a health professional but i just want to share some of the wound trainings that i found interesting i obviously look at evidence-based research but i'd like to share some of my favorite wound care websites that I learned a lot from. One of my favourite websites, the first one is Hartman's UK and the second one is Wounds UK. Third one is the Nice Guidelines. They've got some really great guidelines on wounds. And fourth is Active Hill. Now remember when I said about the book? On Active Hill you can order their free book which explains wounds in details. I have it and I also ordered one for my colleague as a gift. She didn't know about it so she was she loved it and she said oh wow I didn't know like you can get these books. <laughs> but it's amazing. I love that website. I do most of my online short update trainings as a refresher and I also um, just go through the book in a lot of detail as well. So yeah those are some of my favourite things if you wanted to look into it. Now, I'm going to end the episode here. I hope you guys enjoyed this short episode about wound care. If you do enjoy the episodes, then please leave a rating of five stars. Then I would know that you are enjoying them. And if you have any suggestions, they're also welcome. Please leave them in the comment section below. Take care of yourselves and I will speak to you on the next episode. Bye.